It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett on Thursday rejected a challenge to President Biden's plan to forgive some student loan debt for millions of Americans. Why Barrett? Well, she happens to be the justice with jurisdiction over the lower court that was involved in the case. She appeared to agree with the district court judge that the Brown County Taxpayers Association in Wisconsin does not have standing to challenge Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan. And a different federal district court judge in Missouri on Thursday rejected a similar lawsuit filed by six Republican-led states, ruling that they also do not have standing. So, The forgiveness program is set to go into effect. However, the legal battles are far from over. The issue could potentially end up back at the Supreme Court soon. Meanwhile, at least 12 million people have already applied for relief since the program was launched last week. In Georgia, voters are casting early ballots at a record pace. Georgia entered its third day of early in-person voting Wednesday with more than 291,700 ballots already cast. 268,050 of those in person and 23,690 absentee. That exceeds the totals from the first two days of voting in 2020, even though that was a presidential election. Reasons for the huge early turnout? Well, Georgia's U.S. Senate race between incumbent Raphael Warnock and his challenger, former football player Herschel Walker, which is illogically neck and neck, is said to be one of the few likely to determine which party controls the Senate. Also, Georgia recently enacted new laws restricting voter access, so Georgia voters are likely turning out early to make sure that their votes will count. Now, while we're talking Georgia, a federal appeals court has ruled that Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina must testify before a special grand jury investigating whether Donald Trump and others illegally tried to influence the 2020 election in that state. Graham's phone calls to Georgia's Secretary of State after the election are of particular interest to the Fulton County District Attorney, Fonnie Willis. Graham's lawyers previously said that they'd take it to the Supreme Court if this were the appeals outcome. Stay tuned. Washington Post reporting Friday morning that Tesla CEO Elon Musk told potential investors that he would cut nearly 75% of Twitter's 7,500-strong workforce if his deal to buy Twitter goes through. Fears of a new COVID-19 winter surge are rising as a group of new variants appears to be gaining traction around the world. New numbers show cases in the U.S. are dropping, but several emerging variants accounted for almost one in three new infections nationwide last week. Some experts think this convergence means that we've entered a new phase in the evolution of the virus, one that more eludes immunity provided by vaccines. Well, updated booster vaccines and antiviral drugs like Paxlovid are expected to continue to be protective against severe outcomes from COVID-19 infections caused by these new variants. And vaccine experts advising the CDC are now supporting adding COVID-19 vaccines to the agency's list of recommended regular immunizations. The group voted unanimously to include the vaccines alongside measles, tetanus, and other inoculations that adults and children six months and older should get in the U.S. 
That move could also bolster the efforts of states to require the shots for school children, though it could also face pushback from parents. Unfortunately, many Republican officials think they know better than doctors and scientists. For instance, like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who on Thursday actually again discouraged parents from vaccinating and boosting their children. The Surgeon General of Florida does not recommend this for young kids, for kids under under 18, uh, and basically is reason for that. There's not really been a proven benefit for that. I mean, we can get into some of the potential side effects. You don't even really need to do that. Not been a proven benefit, but it's a free state. Parents can make the other decision if that's what they want. Ron DeSantis, incredibly irresponsible and unconscionable. Florida, don't reelect this man and certainly don't entertain his ambitions to become president, please. Over in the UK, things are in turmoil. Prime Minister Liz Truss resigned on Thursday after just 45 days in office, saying she no longer had the support of her conservative party and could not deliver on campaign promises. Her resignation one day after vowing to remain in office makes her the shortest serving prime minister in the country's history. And yes, it's made her the target of some derision. Former White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci, who infamously lasted a short 11 days under the former guy, offered his take tweeting Thursday morning, Liz Truss lasted 4.1 Scaramucci's. Touche. And finally, Steve Bannon was sentenced Friday morning for criminal contempt of Congress after defying a subpoena from the House committee investigating the events surrounding January 6th. Judge Nichols said that flaunting congressional subpoenas betrays a lack of respect for the legislative branch. Judge Carl Nichols sentencing Steve Bannon to four months in prison and a $6,500 fine. And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.